Say something. Why can't I hear you? What's going on? Oh, there we go. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Bro. Yep, we're good. That was with a freak. Alright, alright. Um, shall we, uh, shall we talk music here? So you can go sleep and get to class. Like a little nerd! 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 Dude, I got to speaking of being yeah. a, I got to check out in my my little like school directing pod here. Got to check check out a bunch of equipment mm-hmm. for the first time. It was a real milestone moment. Are you talking about penises or are we talking about like <laughs> I mean, when you say equipment, uh you can't see it. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait, wait. Wait. Are we talking <laughs> are we talking equipment? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Video's going away. <laughs> Oh my god! I seeing you without your hat on, you look absolutely iconic right now. I wish I could image you. You have to send me. Yeah, is your... this funny? Like this is like where I was, like uh, like probably like last not Dude. summer of twenty eighteen. You look like Adam year. Driver, except Adam Driver like on bagels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something about the force. Have you have you have you heard John Oliver? Be a little bitch Jedi. Have you heard any of John Oliver's like like Adam Driver? Adam Driver. I'm like I want to fuck Adam Driver jokes. No, that's something you should look up later. (laughs) Hey, always welcome back. Um, (laughs) Life is still a calamity. Uh, There are still songs, and that's kind of the synthesis there. That's the the connective tissue that brings this show together uh, so uh welcome this, back to mobgowski radio and if you're hearing this and you're hearing adam in uh, sort of a staccato style it's because his internet is shite because he's on a bullshit island still and he's thinking about staying there but it's true and not only that but california is not actually falling into the ocean as expected but in fact burning to death, as is Oregon, as is Washington, as is one might expect, even British Columbia. Maybe the I want to point out right now that that not only are California, Oregon, and Washington uh, being smothered by smoke as of two weeks ago, uh, even Idaho is being smothered by smoke, and we don't give a shit about them. That's fucked up. Man. I have nothing else to follow that up with. Uh, but the smoke out here has disappeared for the most. What was that? I didn't even realize Idaho was still a state. We 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 try not to give them that much attention. It 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 give it gets their heads. Okay, look, <laughs> as as a former Midwesterner. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> How long have you been living in New York for? <laughs> uh, great question. Maybe five six weeks. It's all. He's already willing to put it behind him. This is the sort of. Uh, uh, solidarity, class solidarity, regional solidarity we can expect from the 21st century. Look, as I said... A man moves to Manhattan and puts it all behind him. As I said in the last episode, it's nothing about being an East Coaster. It's New York or bust. I would never live in any other East Coast city. For me, it's Chicago 
New York, or the West Coast. And so, with that yeah, in mind, I have a legit concern for the well-being for the of the West Coast, and because I would love to move there someday, and not just the charred remains of the forests and cities that you currently call home. I would love something to be done about that. Uh, so, as far as I can understand, all we have to do is rake uh, the forest floor uh, of free of all the debris. Uh, Daddy Trump said that all we had to do was pick up all of the uh, fallen branches, and we would be fine. Right. It's very. It sounds so very fixable. Like pretty that. easily fixable. In the meantime, uh, I'm gonna play a little music. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. The first track is called "Baby I'm Bleeding," and by that I mean uh, the country is bleeding. But mm, wow, that's so topical, Max. How'd you do that? Oh my god, it's like, maybe I just, like, have my finger on the pulse or something? Okay, here's JPEG Mafia. Zeitgeist! Zeitgeist! This is the You talk jail time, but you ain't never seen a central booking. It's ironic you hang with a nigga that beat women and have the nerve to call yourself girl pushing. Wow. You ain't real. Gerard. I'll show you how I really feel. White boy better put his hands up. I'm ready. And I'm getting wilder. Shout out to Deontay. Country niggas booming, Peggy. I'm the new Beyonce. Devil on my entree. Cut like Dante. Promise I will never go blonde like cop. Hold up. Promise I will never go blonde like Kanye. Got so many styles, they should call me Peggy AJ. When I hit the stage, niggas know it's a payday. Tell your bitch come here like I work for Midway, nigga. Like fire.
computer age already but you've heard that cover right many a time i have i have heard uh daydream nation i've heard a lot of times uh would it actually remind well i guess i should wait for that have yeah, you yeah. ever heard the yola tango cover of um uh time fades away mm. that is a fun song definitely listen to daydream nation a few times before i got really into trans sure and uh, you ever associate this? I, mean, I never put the pieces together because I listened to them so disparately. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. but that's kind of cool knowing that now because I know that a lot of like um, like Kurt Cobain and Nirvana have really looked up to Neil Young and a lot of other like grunge and more like punk and indie people really um, respected Neil a lot for um, some of his more you know. Not obviously like Harvest or anything like that, although I'm sure they enjoyed that too. 
but more of his, you know, kind of more cutting edge, like gritty and kind of raw sort of stuff. And it's cool to see bands like, yeah, Sonic Youth, like covering uh, songs from albums like Trans, because it kind of legitimizes the fact that I, <laughs> that I enjoy the album. No, and, and, and thinking about like what they did too, like mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly like now when Trans has some traction as a you know as sort of like a hipster reimagining you know trans is aged well like it sounds like something that is should be respected now but and when when sonic youth covered it was it 88 89 like 88 yeah yeah no fuck it like nobody fucking liked that record like nobody (laughs) nobody and they like sort of recognized roots of it and made it this like crazy like grunge met almost metal i think it's so such a good cover i adore this cover really well it's interesting because a lot of these songs um on trans are like like really like if he'd recorded in a different way it would have been super accessible and catchy and poppy and really fun in a lot of ways but he intentionally made them so uh synthesized and like obtuse and weird that there they're should, hard to get into, but like there should almost be a cover record of yeah. the album, but like every single song is done in a really specifically diverse way. There's <laughs> there feels like a lot of potential. Yeah, I agree. I know that um, uh, Transformer Man uh, was featured on Neil Young's MTV Unplugged, but did you know that Sample and Hold probably the least. Like the one song on that album, which you couldn't see covered uh, if it had been like recorded in a different way, been like enjoyable or like, because it's so like very weird and electronic. But he actually um, recorded that for MTV Unplugged, but it didn't make the cut. And there's some like bootleg versions of it from the live show. And it's really interesting to hear them try and like fit that into an acoustic version. But uh, yeah, all of the songs on Trance have like a lot of potential. Uh, maybe sample and hold on the far outside, but yeah. Uh, this is a I'm I'm gonna use that opportunity to plug something I think we should do more of, which is promote our uh, Spotify accounts. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> if uh, you can actually find sample and hold on uh, on a shared Maxwell and one, um, it's the uh, the playlist is called Neil feels the real deal spiel and uh what happened here was that my dear dear friends adam Rogowski, uh jacob hill and ian cummings got together we had uh created a shared bracket for our favorite neil young songs of all time and uh what happened was the result of this playlist is every one of ours you know semi-finals or final four if you will um and then I sort of like remixed it into a uh, suitable playlist altogether. So there are a couple of, you know, songs that were repeated. Most of them were not, though. You know, we tried this with a couple of other artists, but didn't get kind of the same results. I think Neil Young is a great example of somebody who like has so many great songs, but so yeah. like single, single defining songs, I guess. Yeah. And so many people get different things out of his music. Like right. somebody can like be like, I like Harvest. I like After the Gold Rush. That's what I really appreciate Neil Young. And then you can have somebody who's like, 
I really like Tonight's the Night and On the Beach. That's what I think is the most Neil Young. And then you could have like weirdos who are like trance. That's what I get most out of Neil you Young, know, you know? You, you say and that. And all I, of that can coexist together because. Yeah, you say that, but, but On the Beach is the only thing the four of us actually agree on. In, in that's true. Results of the of this bracket, on the beach is the most represented. You know what you don't see also in the results here is what happens after the final four. I think did all four of us choose on the beach as the winner? The song on the beach. Hey, yeah. Did you know that uh, uh, on the beach is actually uh, Henry Nieberg's favorite Neil Young album? You <laughs> might have mentioned it once. I think I, I think all four of us chose the song on the beach as our as the winner of the bracket. And again, doesn't mean I think we did. Of of the fun thing about the way set up like a college basketball style bracket is that it does not mean that everyone's choosing like the best of any. Right. It just means it it happened to beat out other songs that every single level. So right. I think it's a fun way to choose sort of like create playlists because of the sort of unpredictability of 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 the uh, the structure yeah that you know that kind of reminds me i was working on a fleetwood mac bracket back when we started doing this that i did not finish maybe i should try and finish that the 64 yeah, song fleetwood mac bracket beatles one jacob and i spent some fucking time on that beatles one too man we spent some fucking time anyway this basically takes the the root of the concept it strips down all the sort of weird techno shit that Neil Young does, which I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't want to trivialize because I think it's actually pretty great in the original album and the original song. But I think what Sonic Youth does is really cool. Six years after the fact, this sort of like like punk metal experience where they just fucking rip and they even like take away like you know that little like call and response that in the in the chorus where. In the original song, where you know it goes like "computer rage," and they computer rage, rip guitar, they go. That's great. And one of my favorite things about this is just the ending too. How they like ramp up the tempo to like this like delirium state, and then just decrescendo, like and. Interesting that you heard this before listening to the album that you made me, that you like, m- made me bring to my knees. Yeah. So my thoughts on the song are, and I think I think the way that they record it uh, much heavier makes a lot of sense for the song when you hear it that way. But I I think uh, a cover of Computer Age in this style, like really heavy, like super, you know. Uh, whaley guitars and stuff like that really works because that kind of does feel like the essence of the song it does feel like you know loud and noisy and like neil young kind of buried it behind a lot of synthesizers and stuff like that but like it sounds right um uh in the way that sonic youth recorded it and i think sonic youth are the right people to kind of cover it because um sonic youth and a lot of other bands of like them like the kind of uh noisier alternative indie rock kind of people that were coming out during the 80s and the 90s and kind of led towards uh like nirvana and stuff like that kind of grungy like they are very inspired by neil young um and usually you kind of see that in other songs that they cover some of like his more like things off of like like mirror ball was with pearl jam and stuff 
Uh, but for them to to pick a song out of trance, I think is really cool because, yeah, as Max and I were talking about earlier, like that's uh, it wasn't appreciated at the time. It's not even really even appreciated now, even though it is appreciated more. Um, but it's cool that they picked up on it. And the other thing I want to say about uh, Computer Age, this specific cover of it, is that um, somehow uh, it looks like I'd already had it uh, saved to my liked songs before you added to this playlist. So I don't know when that was or what year it was. Uh, but yeah, I not only had I heard it, but I liked it so much that I saved it. So we do have music. Uh, because, I'm, uh, because I'm a New Yorker now, um, JPEG Mafia, you know, he was born in New York. Parents are Jamaican. He's kind of a uh, it's pretty unique sort of unexpected samples. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Baby I'm Bleeding is a great fucking example of that from better yeah. 2018. I started this set with the JPEG Mafia song because I'm a, I'm a big fan of what JPEG Mafia is up to these days. And I think he makes these really like sort of unusual samples um, serve as the base for these songs. And they're like, this is a pretty stark example, but I think they're just like super interesting. And I don't think I could ever imagine like a song that's just like starts with the sample that it does for the first 35 seconds and like being able to listen, listen to that to it, like before we get any sort of like lyrical content or like verse. It's pretty dramatic and it's, and it's, it's done so well. This album in particular that I'm a huge fan of veteran is, 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 is worth a listen. Um, I, I enjoyed the song a lot too. I like, abstract noisy shit and sampling like he was doing here and uh i don't have as much to say about it because i've uh mostly listened to it while uh in the background while max and i were talking (laughs) um but uh i i liked what i heard because i like i like weird shit like that you know uh things that aren't necessarily you know like super musical but like super like but you're like hooked when you listen to it and that's kind of what i felt um, and then Jump Rope Gazers from the eponymous album, my favorite word, eponymous, edit again. It's um, a good word. That word might have gotten me into college. Um, Jump Rope Gazers. <laughs> the eponymous album, The Bats, 2020. The Bits from New Zealand. The Bits. The Bits. Oh, yeah. Love the Bits. Yeah, man. Jump Rope Gazers. Yeah, Jump yeah, Rope um, Any comments? Yeah, I mean, I, I always like The Bats. Um, everything I've heard of theirs is really up my alley. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white boy who loves his, uh, breathy white women singing. Um, <laughs> and the best always gets, gets me going in April. that way. Ooh, I'm going to have to rethink what I just said there. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah, the bits, yeah, it's for the, oh, um, it, <laughs> okay. Not too drunk, too drunk to do that. Uh, yeah, as far as the bets go, I always enjoy all the songs that Max brings to me and all the songs that I find out myself. They're really up my alley, and this song is, of course, no exception. Um, I also like the word eponymous, and uh, this gets two thumbs up from me and uh, maybe a little bag of popcorn uh, so I'm you sorry. can have something to eat. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's great. Uh, this song for me, as far as... Now that we're talking yeah. about the song, there's something about the song... As there was about the, uh, I know we played the Beats on the podcast before. It was the single in anticipation of this album. I like this song 
so much more. I think the song, the song, for whatever reason, just like trapped me in its very simple melodic concept, and uh, I've been playing it on my shitty guitar ever since. The guitar is not shitty. I'm the one who's shitty. Uh, the first song in my set of songs here. Uh, it no. kind of it gets me in a mood. So uh, we're about to listen to. It's crazy. Oh, what was that, Max? That's all I want to say is how good we are at this. Uh, yeah. Uh, segways. Uh, we knew how to do them. But yeah, uh, I I think the song "Master" by Alex G. Uh, it puts me in a mood. Uh, when you hear it, maybe you'll understand. Uh, but we've got Alex G. We've got more Beck, and we've got uh, shik 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 or uh, three exclamation marks. But apparently it's pronounced shik, shik, shik. Is it? Um, uh, <laughs> yes, it's hipstery and dumb. Yes, it is. I'm not aware of uh, <laughs> I was going to ask. One of yeah, neither was I. Pronounced this. Yeah, uh, they're like in the same vein as the LCD sound system. So basically their heads are all the way up their asses. Now let's listen to Math by Alex motherfucking G. And by Alex G, I mean Alex G, not Alex G with any sort of accoutrement, because that is yeah. all. Yeah, Sandy has been dropped, baby. He's back to Alex G. Alex G is the man. Alex G bird. Alex Jesus. Uh, however you want to say it, but he's he's back in business. <laughs>
bit of sympathy for you, girl. Cause I'm a, I'm a full-grown man And I'm not a, afraid to, to
We should probably uh, wrap up the music here because I know you're trying to get to sleep here soon. I yeah. Have you listened to Deborah by Beck? It's great. Did you know? Uh, okay, I'll I'll save it for the talk. Oh wait, one second. I gotta sneeze. One one second. COVID. Okay, I'm done. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the three songs that I chose for us today. Um, you heard first of all. Well, I guess we'll go back in backwards order, just like Max did. Um, so most recently you heard, uh, one, one girl slash one boy by or, uh, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, depending on how fucking stupid you want to be <clears throat> max. Uh, uh, but, uh, that's a fun jammy song. Yeah. That's also kind of weird to say, isn't it? It's not really, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Uh, that's probably why they never got very big. Uh, so uh, but the song you heard before that song by Shuk 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 uh, was Deborah by Beck off of um, uh, Midnight Vultures, uh, which is an album that I only recently listened to all the way through, and I highly recommend. But I'll get back to that in a second, because the first song we heard, of course, was Master by Alex G off of Rules. So uh, this is kind of interesting. All three of these songs are by artists that I... Well, two of the three songs are by artists that I know very well, but off of albums that I'm less familiar with. So Master by Alex G is off of Rules, which is probably the one Alex G album I've never really listened to that thoroughly. Um, but this song is, I don't know. if I don't know where it hits me, but it hits me right. It makes me just want, like headbang. And like, I have long hair right now. And it's very satisfying to do this. <laughs> where it makes me want to like, take a big rip of a bong or something. I don't know. It just like makes me like full of energy and like angst and it's kind of awesome. And if this is an instrumental track and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Honestly, I, I, I just like what he's doing on, on this one. Yeah. The guy can wail if he wants to. He it's can. true. And you know what, from what I've heard via you, you know, I've heard more sort of um, singer songwriter stuff. It's nice to hear him sort of wail a little bit. Yeah, he's got those bones in his body. Um, I think a lot of the times you, uh, it's more focused on like his kind of lyrical content, his more kind of like sad boy whiny stuff. But um, he has some real um, kind of thrasher, uh, like lots of energy kind of music in him. And if you go to a live show, you'll see that um, really kind of in the four because that's kind of what he likes to do when he's out and about. He's a really kind of weird and antagonistic stage president presence but kind of in like a funny way like people will request songs and he'll be like shut the fuck up never request that again and then immediately play the song but like uh he's 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 a he's a fun guy and like songs like this kind of get kind of show that kind of spikiness of him um fun fact about the song also this song was actually uh in uh grand theft auto 5 um it was uh, on the Blonded radio station, which is the uh, Frank Ocean-centered uh, radio station, because Frank Ocean and 
uh, Alex G have collaborated a lot because they're really big fans of each other's work. Uh, he's on a lot of uh, Frank Ocean tracks, actually. Um, I think he's on White Ferrari, even. Wow. It's, I, for one, I want to say it's crazy that I don't think we've played Frank Ocean on the podcast yet. But That's also surprising, yeah, because I, I, as a white boy who doesn't know much rap, I do like Frank Ocean, of course. <laughs> But uh, the uh, next song that we heard, Deborah by Beck, is off of Midnight Vultures. And Midnight Vultures is an album that I uh, have never listened to, uh, really, before um, probably four days ago. And um, at some point during the summer, uh, somebody suggested I listen to Deborah, And uh, I'll explain why in a second. But I was recently playing for another friend of mine. And they were telling Stan is a 35-year-old man who I'm friends with. He was saying this was his first album he ever bought on CD and that he loves it thoroughly. So I gave it a shot and the album is uh, honestly really fun. This is, I think, Beck at his most kind of like uh, sarcastic and witty in music. And he kind of toned it down for the next release because I think Odelay was the one after this. And it's got a different tone than Midnight Vultures for sure. Or no, Sea Change was after this, which is very different because that's his like sad music song one. But um, Deborah specifically is a song that actually inspired the Flight of the Concords. <laughs> and I'm not talking about like one song by Flight of the Concords because this one does sound like Deborah does sound like a couple of different Flight of the Concords um, uh, songs, but. Deborah, the song specifically, inspired the Flight of the Concords to come together and be a band that makes the kind of music they made. And that's not even a joke. That's like that's actually true. They talked about it in interviews before. No, but but, but uh, I feel like Beck gets yeah. a, Beck gets a God, I can I can't even say the word Beck without saying Beak. The, <laughs> he I feel like he gets a bad rep because of Ah, Mr. Picker. <laughs> That's that's just Spider Man Three. <laughs> uh, Mr. Picker, <laughs> Bruce Campbell in a French accent. Wait, what the fuck are we talking about? I know we got really derailed here. Talking about um, Spider Man Three. <laughs> oh, Beck. Uh, I think if Beck hadn't decided to become a like weirdo member of the of the cult. Then he was no, 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 no. Uh, I want you to get this. I want you to understand this right now. His parents were Scientologists. He was a raised Scientologist. I don't give a shit because I feel like my interpretation of that as a member of that cult takes away significantly from my ability to appreciate his music. Because if you look at this guy's body of work, the man has like an insane range, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the number of genres he seems to cross over the last twenty years is absolutely ludicrous. Like you don't, you really don't see that level of sustained success at any particular genre. Uh, I'm gonna call a pause here because I need to pee. I'll be right back. Alrighty, yo, Max, we ought to we ought to wrap this shit up here. It's getting late. I gotta fucking go to bed. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give my final thoughts um, on 
One Girl, One Boy is a song by Shook 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 or three exclamation marks uh, or saying exclamation mark three times, what have you. It's kind of more of like a dancey kind of like, I don't know exactly what genre it is, but I guess kind of like dance music. Um, they're kind of in the same vein I think of as like LCD sound system, like hipster dance music. Um, but this song in particular, I think is a real groove, super fun kind of jam too. I like to to like listen to it to some sometimes pump me up. I've been really into it in the last couple of weeks since we uh recorded our last minisode. And uh yeah, it's my take on it. That's all I have to say about it actually. I uh listened to to the first time on the subway going to my uh first and possibly only in-person class of the semester here in uh, New York and uh thought it was great. And uh I just would like the uh, listeners at home to know that currently I am stark fucking naked. Adam can't... I can see it. Max has an incredibly small penis. It's, it's very it's, embarrassing. It's really, really small, but I'll have you know it's smaller when it's erect. So... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like the opposite of a grower. It wasn't that he was in the pool, it's that he was fully erect. Um... <laughs> Honestly, guys, I think that's about, I think that's a great note to leave it on, Max's tiny penis. Um, I don't know if there's much more to to say. And honestly, it's a great segue into our closing song today, which is called If You Want It. And I would say, folks, the answer should be no, because having seen Max's tiny penis, I think the answer is no. Uh, But as far as if you want this song, I would say yes. And if you're wondering why uh, our uh, song... um, uh, kind of descriptions and uh, musings end up being really short at the end. It's because we have a good hour and a half of us like shooting the shit about really inane bullshit that we have to cut out eventually. And we eventually get very tired. Uh, so that's why uh, that last song was 45 seconds, but make sure to tune in next week, guys. Uh, it's not, we're not going to have an episode out next week, but you should listen to our old episodes again. Cause we're well, awesome. We will have an uh, but we will have more music coming out for you in the future. Uh, All right. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm losing steam here. Combination of zoom being like glitchy out and I can't hear you. Plus me being tired and drunk and about to smoke a fat bowl of weed.
Oh, weed. Oh, weed.